1: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard As we get back to league action after a busy European midweek Celtic impressed against Atletico Madrid Can they do the same in the capital against Hibs If they do stretch their lead at the top Rangers have the chance to respond against Hearts tomorrow But before we get to that St Mirren, St Johnston, Motherwell, Ross County and Livy Dundee Make up your Saturday offering in the company of Gordon Diel Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans.
2: Europe was eventful in midweek but Will there be after effects for Celtic at Easter Road today? There were a lot of tired legs after that 2 2 draw with Atletico Madrid in the Champions League on Wednesday night, and Rio Hatati is now lost to Brendan Rodgers for weeks. In the world of a draw's a disaster, a defeat's a catastrophe, Celtic are walking a tightrope in Edinburgh. All the rest, Should have no excuses Motherwell and St Mirren Look good for the points Against Ross County And St Johnston Respectively And Roger Hanna Could see an away win For Dundee At Livy But what a privilege It is to be In the Super Scoreboard studio With a coach Who's already clocked up A win This weekend I give you Mark Wilson yeah, Everyone tuned Thanks in to you. find out how Arctic Thistle's <laughs>
1: Under-18s got on last we'll night It's the result on yeah, everybody's we'll lips But that. before we do, let's leave them with a sense of suspense uh, Big games in the Premiership today certainly
3: is, none more so than at Easter Road Where Celtic were defeated 4-2 at the end of last season um, So they know how difficult a place it is to go And especially off the back of so much effort put in In midweek. Will they find it difficult or well, soon To be discovered the team news uh, and then the other fixtures are, are quite intriguing Motherwell v Ross County Ross County won that for part today Then the they frog Motherwell It's quite an odd league Bunched up Great fixtures around the country And also tomorrow
4: Looking forward to it I like the lads I think we'll have plenty of action Plenty of talking points Plenty of goals I think there's some really tasty games there Hibs, Celtic uh, Motherwell, Ross County I think St and St John's is a cracker Because St Mirren want to keep that gap between them and Hearts. In third and fourth And St Johnston Definitely need points They need to start Getting off the bottom of the table Strap
1: yourselves in One thing guaranteed On a Saturday afternoon Is drama and controversy In the Scottish Premiership And that is what we've got To look forward to We'll build up to kick off We'll take you through All the main talking points As they happen And then of course Your chance to air your grievances When the games finish A bit later on You can stay in touch All afternoon At Clyde SSB On Twitter And like I say I'll give you the nod when it is time to pick up the phone and put these three in their place But we've got four big Premiership games this afternoon Lots of different storylines elsewhere down the divisions reflecting on Europe and everything else that goes along with it But let's start in the capital because Hibs against Celtic can be one of those dramatic fixtures and Andrew McLean is there
5: Yeah, well what a midweek it was for Celtic, brilliant performance, a huge atmosphere and Brendan Rodgers says his players will be raring to go again this afternoon at a venue that interestingly Rodgers has never won as Celtic manager, however they have been flawless in the league over the last two months, so the aim is to continue that, but a new challenge for Brendan Rodgers and Nick Montgomery, Rodgers saying yesterday he respects the way that Nick Montgomery is trying to play, that attacking looking 4-4-2 should hopefully make for an exciting game here but they did leave themselves open last weekend didn't they they were picked apart at Ibrook certainly some tweaks needed going into this one Montgomery knows that they need to defend better as a unit and then that will allow them to sort of build that foundation and and let their attacking talent flourish but uh, let's have a look at the team lines on his 42nd birthday Nick Montgomery makes two changes Hanlon and Lafondra drop out from that 4-0 defeat last weekend It's Rocky Bashiri and Jair Tavares that come in. So it's David Marshall continuing in goal. The back four, Lewis Miller, Rocky Bashiri, Will Fish and Jordan Obita. It'll be Martin Boyle, Jimmy Jago, Joe Newell and Jair Tavares across the middle. The two up top, Dylan Venta and Ellie Yuan. The substitutes, Wallacott, Hanlon, Levitt, Stevenson, Lafondra, Delferrier, Campbell, Whittaker and Landers. All the talk. For Celtic was who was going to replace Rio Hattati because the rest of the team really does pick itself but Rio Hattati out for a few weeks with that hamstring injury and it's Paolo Bernardo that gets the shout in midfield. So Joe Hart in goal the back four, Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter Vickers, Liam Scales and Greg Taylor the midfield three, Matt O'Reilly, Callum McGregor and Paolo Bernardo, Dyson Maida and Luis Palma either side of Kyogo the substitutes, Bain, Phillips, Yang, Turnbull o, Iwata, Forrest Ralston And Johnson the referee Alan Muir the VAR Here at Easter Road Is Don Robertson
1: It's a fascinating game Mark Wilson Because one simple way of explaining it Would possibly be If Celtic play the way they did Against Atletico Madrid And Hibs play the way they did Against Rangers It will be Brendan Rodgers' first win
3: At Easter Road But as we know Football doesn't always work that way Well that's quite a remarkable start I didn't know that When Andrew uh, said it So Brendan Rodgers That's that's why he's here Exactly He knows his stuff better than we do But Brendan Rodgers Will certainly know What to expect at Easter Road And know how difficult The game's going to be I think that's reflective In his team's selection Taking nothing for granted And I, I think it's easy to see Why you would go for this team again Now many people may say They put Well I did as well That they put so much Into midweek That that surely has to take something out the legs of those players today but I think he's trying to build off the back of two very good performances one at Tynecastle last week where it was the best I've seen Celtic play in the league followed by that first 45 minutes especially against Atletico Madrid that was simply outstanding so he's trying to keep the same team um, and go again and I think he will get a good performance out those players Bernardo's an interesting one and a a lot of callers the other night Seem to think he he was a worthy replacement at the time for Hatati. I still think he's maybe short a wee bit, but maybe that's just lack of game time. But certainly the front three, Maeda, Kyogo, and now Palma, are all you know shining brightly at the minute. What about Rodgers' Well, they wouldn't have done anything here at all on Thursday. Very little, I guess. Yesterday as well. So, listen, we're early into the season. There's, no, there's nothing new
1: Teams everywhere yeah. Play midweek Saturday yeah. Midweek
4: Saturday Yeah it? I don't see any surprises Because Right now Especially in the middle of the park Who would you take out The front three Are starting to Cause havoc um, Really look like Front three Bags of pace Kugel's banging in the goals um, Skills and Carter Vickers Seem to be The number one partnership up at the back Two fullbacks Top for herself Celtic have got a big squad And Brendan Rodgers Did say last week Look you know, I'm managing the squad by telling the lads that it's not going to be the same team every single week. And I understand what Hughes, where Hugh's coming from because all we heard on Thursday night was Celtic supporters talking about fatigue in the second half. I didn't think, and I've said it and I, I still stand by it, I didn't think it was fatigue in the second half at all. I think they were playing a top quality side. You ain't going to dominate Atletico Madrid for 90 minutes the way you did in the first 45 so I'm not surprised mm. at that I think Celtic will have plenty in their locker this afternoon Interesting to see Hibbs approach Hugh yeah.
1: because Rangers were good last week But Hibbs also took a bit of flack uh, I think naive is a word that's been used You know, Were they, were they a bit too open? Was the 4-4-2 part of their undoing? It looks on the face of it Like
2: Nick Montgomery's going to give it another go mm. I suppose we'll find out in game Whether he's learned anything One win in his last five games And Hibbs in the bottom six the club where you don't get much time. Sean Maloney will tell you that. Uh, but everyone impressed by Nick Montgomery, particularly on the day when he got a 2-2 draw in the other half of Edinburgh when uh, he was two down. But you can't be too dogmatic about the way you approach the game. You cannot, after a going over from Rangers, say, I will play the same way against Celtic and I'll prove that it works. Because you might take another sore one And at that point you look foolish So his approach to the game will be interesting today We'll find out It might well work in the end
1: But it should be a good one Brendan Rodgers looking for his first ever win At Easter Road Plenty more to come in the build up from that game Let's go just along the road to St Mirren against St Johnston David Friel home side would be big favourites For most people I'd imagine
6: yeah, big squad, and I think it's fair to say. I do love a battle of the Saints, uh, but I just wonder what we're going to get here today. Three weeks without a game for both of these sides. That's quite a long layoff at this stage. Obviously, the national break and then last week's call-off, so you would expect both to be a bit rusty, but St Johnson especially, they'll need to bat it straight away because they're chasing their first league win of the season. Rock bottom four points from eight games it's not been good enough I think most of us tipped them to go down they look relegation material already Stephen McLean and his players struggle badly they have had two draws in the last two games against Levy and Aberdeen but they really need a win just to get their season up and running we've we'll been saying that for weeks but I think the time has to be now for them and the Omens aren't great here They actually had a decent record against St Mirren last season But they haven't won in Paisley for 5 years And obviously as you said, St Mirren big favourites It's a tough one, they're a really good side Strong home record as well So Stephen McLean these players will really need to be at it As for St Mirren, they kind of lost it at the Rangers um, 3-0 in their last game in early October But I think the manager felt that Ryan Strain's first half-red card Had a real big say in that result He'll be looking for them to bounce back today As I said, they have made this place a bit of a fortress In the last 18 months and if they do get a win today, they go level with Rangers on 18 points in second place and obviously open up a little bit of gap from the teams below them as well. So that's a huge game for Stephen Robinson and his players. He's made two changes. Ryan Strange, we say, gets sent off against Rangers. He drops out. Ryan Flynn comes in at wing back. And Mikel Mandron is preferred to Toyosi or Lasagna up front. It's going to be a 3-4-2-1 for St Zach Heming in goals as usual, Marcus Fraser, Alec Gogic, Richard Taylor at the back, Ryan Flynn, Keanu Bacchus, Mark Ahara and Scott Tanzer in midfield with Colm McMenamin and Greg Kelty in behind, Mikhail Mandron, subs, Forsenman, Ur- Urminski, Bolton, Dunn, Small, Boyd Munch, Jameson Grieve, Namani and Ola Sanya. That's what St Johnson it was a 0-0 draw against Aberdeen in early October for them. Steve McLean has made three changes. Dre Wright's injured, Luke Jeff and Graham Carey also drop out. Dialang Jayasimi, he comes in for his debut. James Brown also comes in. And Nicky Clark is back for his first appearance since February. That's a big call from Steve McLean, but he needs goals. So he's put Nicky Clark straight in. Hasn't played for nine or ten months. It's going to be a 3-4-2-1 for St. Johnston as well. It's Dimitar Mitov in goals. James Brown, Liam Gordon, Andy Considine. With Dialang Giasimi, Sven Sprangler and Matt Smith. Luke Robinson in midfield with Max Kucharavi and Dara Costello in behind Nicky Clark. Subs for St Johnson are Richards, Gallagher, McGowan, May, McPherson, Kane, Jeff Cott, Olaf and Turner Cook. The referee at the Smizer Stadium is David Dickinson and the VAR is Andrew Dallas.
1: Uh, looking forward to that one, let's hear from Stephen Robinson. It's a big, big game for us. Last
4: season we we only picked up two points against St Johnson, um, which was disappointing. You know, if you, you want to be a top six side, you have to Trying to put the the bottom six to bed, you know, as soon as you can. That means by beating them and taking points off them. Um, there's not a lot in the division, you know. There's, as I say, St. John's. I, I think they've got some very, very good players. I think Stephen's a very good young manager as well. So um, it's a tough test. It really is a tough test. They've got boys coming back from injury that make them stronger. Ex- good experience coming back. So we know that we have to be at the top of our game and. It's um, it's a big, big game for us to, to get the three points Before a, a difficult game at Celtic Park on Wednesday
1: uh, And above all that Boring stuff about teams and form And all the rest of it David Friel, you're going to get a look At ponytailless less Stevie May Things you never thought you would see. He's shaved his head since St Johnson last played You never get used to that
6: I, I can't, Gordon. I had, I thought it was him when I saw and I thought, no, nah, it can't be Stephen May You know that used to seen him since he was what seventeen or eighteen with the long flowing locks. But it's true. He has shown them over the break. So if he does come on the pitch today, he is going to look completely different to what he has done for the last 10-15 years.
1: Unbelievable. It's like that summer when Gordon DL returns for pre-season and his hair was suddenly white <laughs> uh, and it was uh, brown when he left it, us I in, the I, I'm 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 in the May. Forget that. in the I'm ma- blushing ma- blushing ma- I agree with you. I agree
2: with But listen, it's worse than that because. Was he and Mark Wilson Were discussing Grooming tips In the yeah, studio yeah, Before we came on air <laughs> Gordondale wants to know How to Get his hair Buff. up Like, like yeah, Mark, Mark Wilson
1: They're beyond help Is They really one? are um, One well-groomed Man at Firth Park He's had to fight His way through His adoring crowd Revisiting one of his Former clubs Fraser Wishart Keeping an eye On Motherwell Ross County
7: not sure, I'm enjoying all this hair chat Not got much on the top of my head these days I was actually a supporter outside with a photograph of me Asking for my autograph and I had the mullet From the mid-80s so it was good to see But it was sad to see I've no longer got that mullet and that hair on the top of my head But anyway, looking forward to this game As you say, my old team Mullerwell But a look at their recent form tells us why this is an important game For the third part side, great start of the season 10 points in the first 4 games But they've lost 4 league games in a row Since they beat Hearts at Tidecastle on the 3rd of September Only 1 goal in those four games and they now find themselves in a position as Mark Wilson was talking about earlier that if Ross County win today they'll jump ahead of the third-part men in the table they've actually been playing quite well but scoring goals has been a problem hit with injuries to strikers will be Ken Wilkinson along with Mika Biareth the young one-one striker really excited the Motherwell fans at the start of the season he's back on the bench today alongside experienced defender Callum Butcher so the squad begin to look a wee bit better from Stuart Kettlewell's point of view he's made a slight change to the formation today to try and get those goals two strikers up front to try and get on the score sheet the county's form similar to Mother's actually haven't once since September September Picked up a couple of draws last in midweek against Dundee, but they know a win today would shoot above. Mother went up a couple of places, and as always Malcolm Mackay getting the best out of his squad, grinding out results, but he knows that County don't have a particularly great record under his tutelage against Motherwell. No wins in their last five, only one draw, so they know this will be a tough one for them. It might just be a game that suits them, though. County can just sit back and frustrate Mother who are shorter goals, get the crowd... On the back of the home side, and use the pace of Murray and Brophy, who's back in the team today, and the skill of Jan Dander on the break. So, a really interesting game, I think, here at Fir Park. Both could really do it with a win. As I said, just a one change to the Muddlewell team from the last time they played, which was actually three weeks ago. Shaw comes in for the suspended Lee uh, Lennon Miller, not Lee Norwich, his father, Lennon Miller, who was sent off against Livingston three weeks ago. So, they go three-five-two. The 2, with Slattery and Spittle drop a little bit deeper. Liam Kelly's in goals, Palm again. Bevis Mugabe and Ben Casey at the back Stephen O'Donnell, Callum Slattery, Harry Payton Blair Spittle and Brody Spencer across the middle with Ollie Shaw and Teo Bear as the strikers Aston Oxford, Georgie Gent, Davo Drakovsky, Shane Blaney, Mika Biareth, Luca Ross, Max Ross Callum Butcher and Connor Wilkinson are the subs for County they've made three changes dropping onto the bench are Jordan White, Smith and Purrington with Allardyce, Brophy and Harbin coming in so 3-4-1-2 for them Ross Laidlaw's in goals, Conor Randall, Jack Baldwin and Ryan Leak at the back, James Brown, Victor Latoury, Scott Allardyce and George Harmon in midfield with Jan Danda behind the two strikers, Simon Murray and Eamon Brophy. They've only got eight subs, Ross Munro, the goalkeeper, Ben Purrington, Kyle Turner, Max Sheaf, Scott High, Alex Samuel, Jordan White and Dylan Smith. The referee today at Fir Park, Graham Granger, and the VAR
8: is Nick Walsh.
1: And last but not least, Livingston against Dundee, watched by Roger Hanna.
8: Yeah, David Martindale was very unhappy last week, Gordon, with the performance in that 3-1 defeat now, Plastico down at Kilmarnock, but I'm about to cheer him up, because if you actually look at Levy's form, particularly here at the Tony Macaroni Arena, it's probably reasons to be cheerful for, for Martindale, that defeat to Celtic here last month was their only home defeat in any competition since the 4th of March, almost 8 months ago, they're 7th in the league, they're only outside the top 6 on goal difference alone, and they have found... A very reliable penalty taker. Sean Kelly has netted from the spot in Levy's last three games. And if he scores today, he becomes the first Livingston player to score in four consecutive games since Derek Lilly way back in the day. Livy also have a great record against Indeed, they took 10 points from the 12 against the Dark Blues when they were the last in the top flight a couple of years ago and they haven't lost to Indy home or away since May 2019 when the former Livy manager Kenny Miller I'm not sure what happened to him returned to the Tony Macro and he scored the only goal in a 1-0 win so David Martindale shouldn't be too miserable maybe he's only made two changes from that defeat at Kelly seven days ago Scott Pittman and Mo Gary both dropped to the bench in come Christian Montano and Stephen Bradley who were substitutes last week so it's Shamal George and Gore it's a back three of Louis De Lucas the skipper Michael Devlin and Christian Montano Across the middle, Dan McKay, Jason Holt, Sean Kelly who stepped forward into a midfield role today, and James Penrise. And then it's Stephen Bradley behind the front two of Bruce Anderson and Joel Nubley. On the bench, Hamilton, Pittman, Brandon. Welsh Hayes, Sangari, Shinney, Lloyd Guthrie, and Stephen Kelly. Asford indeed, 0 0 at home to Ross County on Tuesday night. It was also 0 0 at Hibernian in a previous game three weeks earlier. They've only scored in one game since the 2nd of September, and they're without a win in the league since they beat Hearts at Dens more than two months ago. They're 10th, they're only outside that relegation playoff place and goal difference alone, so maybe not surprising Tony Doherty's shaking it up a little, but there's a debut for 20-year-old Nottingham Forest, loan defender Aaron Donnelly. There's a first and D start for French midfielder Mozilla, and there's also a recall for Lyle Cameron in Scotland under-21 cap, who we believe is going to be pushed right up top today. There's no Amadou Bakayoko, Ricky Lamy or Finn Robertson, they all drop to the bench. So the visitors go with Trevor Carson and goal. Across the back, Jordan McGee, Antonio Portales, Joe Shaughnessy, the skipper Aaron Donnelly and Owen Beck. Midfield Mozilla, Malachi Boating and Luke McCown and up top Zach Rodden and Lyle Cameron and at bench Legsden's Kerr, Tiffany, Bakayoko, Pineda, Lamy Ashcroft, Robertson and Howley The referee is Willie Collum and the VAR is Grant Irvine
1: That's you up to speed with your team news Across the four Premiership matches this afternoon Lots to look forward to Two big ones tomorrow as well Kilmarnock against Aberdeen on the telly And Rangers against Hearts as well So a good weekend in store And we'll look back on all the week's biggest talking points next
0: Action as it happens your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Saturday afternoon with league football at three o'clock To look forward to What a feeling that is Plenty of big games around the country We've given you team news on the three o'clock premiership matches um, Let's look back as we often do at this time on a Saturday and some of the week's biggest talking points And I suppose on a week like this at Roger Hanna It invariably comes from... European action how would you sum it up with three teams involved
8: Um, if you go through them chronologically Gordon I would say Celtic performed well against one of Europe's elite they led twice they'd probably be disappointed after Atletico going down to 10 men they just couldn't raise themselves to get a winner Um, they're still in the group uh, I think it will be between them and Lazio for third place in football in Europe after Christmas, but I think that was Celtic's best European performance for a period of time. If you go then to Rangers, it's another clean sheet for Philippe Clement. They weren't great in the first half against Sparta, but they survived the onslaught, and he will be seeing things in his players that he will be learning from. I think Nicholas Raskin, I don't know whether it's a Belgian thing, he seems to have shown a little bit more under Clement. Abdallah Sima played in a different role the other night but again is improving and you just wonder if tomorrow will be the day for Danilo to come back into the Rangers team and as for Aberdeen, robbed by an outrageous VAR penalty decision that never was but I think Barry Robson, a bit like Brendan Rodgers can take some positives Mayofsky scoring goals Connor Barron I thought was excellent the other night and had it not been for some dreadful officiating they would have got something against a decent Pauk team
1: Mr VAR, Fraser Wisher, should it make us feel better or worse the realisation that officials in VAR all across the world are getting this stuff wrong?
7: Yeah, it's not helping, is it? Has it made the game a better spectacle? I, I don't know. Remember, when you say, we say VAR, it's actually it's the referees that are getting it wrong, so they're still making mistakes and lots of them and big mistakes. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really hard for Aberdeen to take because they played so well. In the second half, with particularly start of the second half, got to two up, in that penalty when they made it three-one, and uh, they'd have probably wrapped up the points, as Roger says, against a good folk team who beat, who beat Hearts comfortably. You know, so uh, really, really disappointing for 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 Aberdeen because if they'd won that game, they'd get a wee chance of maybe getting that second place. But I think that's probably gone now. But we still need points. Uh, uh, Gordon, I was looking up this morning, our coefficient as as a as a nation is dropping like a stone. You know, and uh, in two years' time. It's looking like we might not have an automatic uh, Champions League place, we might not even have a second Champions League place, it may be back to four teams in Europe. So even though there's nothing to play for for Aberdeen, possibly, um, we certainly need results from all our teams to try and get ourselves back up because we're now below Israel and that's, that's a wee bit worrying in terms of where we're going as a nation.
1: Yeah, starting with the first one, David Friel, where does that sort of first 45 minute performance or overall where does that rank in terms of what Celtic have done in Europe recently because it has been a tough time they've not got many results to show at all what about the performance level
6: yeah for me Gordon that was as good as I've seen I'm trying to think back to maybe Man City under Brendan Rodgers at home I know that was a draw as well but to me it was like watching Celtic when they were formidable at home in Europe you know you think back to those Champions League nights Martin O'Neill, Gordon Schreck, and Neil Lennon Brendan Rodgers as well. I know Ange Postecoglou's team last season got a lot of plaudits for the way they played, but I felt watching Celtic in the first half of the night it was more structure to it. It was, you know, it was electric going forward, but there was also a solidity about them. Um, obviously, Fred had picked them off once in the first half and then in the second half as well. But I just felt it was a really, really good performance. And as Roger's saying, you know, when Rodrigo DePaul Paul does get sent off. You think can Celtic go again? But I think psychologically, getting that point will help Celtic just go over that little. You know, hump in terms of after what happened with Lazio. I think if they come out of that game with nothing to show at all, then you know it's a long, long way back in terms psychologically. So I I think it's going to be really, really hard to get third place even. You know, Celtic are probably going to have to beat Lazio and Feyenoord at home um, to have any chance. But you know, I do think it was a step forward in the right direction. That's as good as I've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, what do you think on that, Roger Hanna? Is it is it a feel-good outcome? Is it you know encouraging going forward, or has has much of the damage been done for Celtic in that group?
8: Oh, listen. When new damage had been done before they played Atletico on Wednesday night with those two defeats, you know, that you wonder at the end of the group in December time, Gordon, whether it will all look back and that late goal by Pedro for Lazio it was, was a crucial turning point in the group, but. I think Celtic in a draw in isolation a 2-2 draw at home to an Atletico Madrid side that have Alvaro Marata and Antoine Griezmann up top, it's not a bad result it wasn't a bad performance I think, you know, Brendan looked disappointed actually in his post-match interviews that, that Celtic hadn't won the game and you know, you can understand that finishing against 10 men, but I think if you look at look back in it now I don't think it's a bad result and I think it is a result and a point that keeps Celtic in the shake-up in this group
2: Yeah, I think uh, Celtic's 2-2 draw, respectable. Rangers' goalless draw in Prague, respectable. Aberdeen's 3-2 defeat, ridiculous. I'll answer Fraser's question in my estimation. VAR has not improved football as a spectacle. It has made it significantly worse. And that was a human error followed by a technological error. And it's simply not good enough because, at the end of the day, it could cost Aberdeen dearly. So, I feel sorry for them. I think Celtic are entitled to be very proud of the way they played against Atletico, and Rangers again under Clement, they might not look pretty, but that was an exercise in getting a job done, and they did it. David, feel
1: if we've done the positive bit from Celtic, but you're looking at you know what's next and, and how you build on that. Is there a concern? About attacking options, you know, or depth in certain areas. You know the fact that James Forrest sort of comes on, but O doesn't. You know, if if there is such an intense physical effort put in, is the supporting cast there on nights like that?
6: Yeah, I think. And before the game, if you'd asked me, does Brendan Rodgers really fancy O I'd have said no. After that game, he definitely clearly doesn't fancy him at that level. But James Forrest has had a decorated career. You know, he's, he's produced big moments in Europe for Celtic but to see him come on and play that attacking role was a bit of an eye-opener uh, you know I was surprised Celtic didn't sign a striker in the summer I think they 100% will sign a striker in January I just feel Kyogo needs someone just to share the burden with him Gordon and, and nights like that when Kyogo and Dyson made a ran themselves into the ground Celtic you know you need to have something better coming off the bench or someone Brendan Rodgers trusts, and it clearly isn't all. Um, James Forrest did okay when he came on, but you know I, th- I think the, the depth in the Celtic squad at that level, I think that y- you could see just maybe lacking a little bit. Uh,
1: yeah, I suppose, Mark Wilson, you look at Celtic and, and Brendan Rodgers coming in, trying to piece it all together, even look at today as an example, um, Lagar is not anywhere in that squad. You know, they're clearly a difficult Scenario where Brendan Rodgers comes in And maybe some players Surprised him like Liam Scales yeah. Maybe other players you know, were sort of signed Or the signings were in the pipeline Before he, he sort of got there I think it's Quan, we've not really seen any of him In matchday squads I um, don't even think Holmes in the matchday squad today Unless I've picked that
3: up wrong Well uh, I think 10 games into the season 3 Champions League games You're, you're getting a fair idea Of who the main cast is and, and who the supporting cast is and who's going to just get bits and pieces? Uh there's no doubt that the other night highlights the lack of depth in the front area for Celtic. Um and I know people were saying, well, Bernardo may have changed things if he comes on later on in the game, had Tatati not been withdrawn so early. Um but the main focus is the front man, and David's entirely right. Kyogo, even if Kyogo goes off the boil, who's going to come in and replace him? I know Daz, you're you say you're a fan of all But I think time is now getting on That we're seeing That Brendan Rogers, A guy that sees him every day in training Isn't quite as convinced That he can come in And lead the line um, So that is a worry I think that's an area that Brendan Rogers Would have earmarked right away For movement in January I know we're a wee bit away But it's a position that has to be I've addressed I've always
2: believed Mark That Brendan Rogers was handed A group of players I don't believe he had much to do with the process involved in bringing so many players to Celtic in the summertime transfer window. And I think by his actions now, you can tell his assessment of those players. I don't think O has any future at Celtic. Paulo Bernardo, he clearly trusts the manager and that's why he's in today.
1: Uh, As for Rangers, um, if we skip it on a bit, Fraser Wishart, does that just simply go down as a, a good point? Where you, you take the positives and acknowledge the room for improvement?
7: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's more than one way to get points and to win a game. You look at Celtic, here, here's what you're all talking about, who played so well, terrific game, they played really well themselves. They get one point, Rangers, up backs against the wall, didn't play well at all in an attacking sense, but uh, defended well. And, and the formation seemed to, to work to an extent. I wasn't sure that Sima as a kind of left wing back, I think it was just kind of thrown in there, but the three centre backs thought Davis was terrific coming in after being dropped, you know, sort of great attitude and made one or two really telling inter- interceptions so it was one of these nights where I think even after half an hour, everybody's looking at it thinking this is one of these nights grind out a result, you know, And the, when you, when they've lost in, in Arras and, and, and uh, in Cyprus to get that point, to put them right back in the mix for, for, for qualification for second place and that's where I think Rangers should be, you know, they should be in the top two given their budgets against the rest of the, the teams in the group, so uh, yeah, good result but Sparta were really good they're a really good team Some real pace in their team as well so there'll be a danger at, uh, at, at, at Ibrox so Rangers have to be very careful but a win at home against Sparta and, and Rangers are almost there but uh, a terrific backs to the wall performance need to do better with the ball
1: Yeah and personnel is an interesting uh, topic at Rangers as well Roger Hanna because you've got Players that are starting to impress under the new manager I think clearly there are some that still are not And are a, a, a bit of a concern for some fans The injury picture doesn't seem to be clearing up The way Philippe Clement would like it to either
8: Yeah, injuries are a problem He, he referenced that again yesterday You know, we telling everyone Kamar Roof's going to miss a period of time Tom Lawrence still isn't ready to come back Neither is Rabi Metondo And I just wonder, Gordon He was sort of forced into that back three in Prague on Thursday evening I wonder if he might persevere with it. You know, Ben Davis did do well, as Fraser said, and it was another clean sheet. And I don't expect Abdullah Sima to be left wing back. You would think that Van Yilmaz would come back in to decide tomorrow against Hearts. He's not in the European squad for reasons that no one can adequately explain. Uh, I wonder if he might have a look at this back three with Yilmaz and Tavernier as wing backs. Get Danilo back in as a second striker, perhaps even alongside a Sema or alongside a Dessels, and just have a look at that going forward. Because it was an interesting formation. A lot of Rangers fans have spoken about this in the past. Could he go, or could Michael Beale have gone to a three more regularly? And it will be interesting to see how Clement takes this team forward. He's had a couple of decent results.
4: Yeah, uh, I thought it was a, a terrific um, battling performance from Rangers. A change of the shape. Didn't have a lot of time to work on it. Um, I know what Roger's saying. I think it looks strong if you get the natural wing-back down there. Yilmaz Barisic, for instance, that are very comfortable. I thought it took uh, a lot away from Sima, who's been excellent lately. But they grew into the game. And uh, there was a spell in the game I thought, they're going to clinch it. They're going to grab three points here. But clean sheet, delighted with that. The only thing I'll say about, will he look at this back three? Now if you're playing domestic football and you're playing at Ibrox, there's not many teams come and play two up top. So you'd have one mark th- You would have three mark in one. You would need to then encourage those two right and left centre backs. They have to go and be really positive and go and play in the mid park at times.
1: I did say this part of the show on a Saturday, anyone who's ever heard it knows, it can be a bit of a whistle-stop tour of some of the week's biggest talking points before we focus back on the action this afternoon. With your newspaper hat on Roger Hanna I know you're interested In the controversial things People say uh, What did you make of The whole Graham Souness uh, And Frank Lampard Edged it for me Business during the week
8: um, I thought it was All rather odd Particularly if Graham Is going to come back Into the football club In any sort of Ambassadorial Or advisory role uh, And that's still to be Confirmed by the club as well I have to say um, I don't see Where anyone benefits From Graham Soonis' revelation through the week that he wanted Frank Lampard rather than Philippe Clement. It doesn't benefit Philippe Clement, who was quite prickly when asked about it yesterday morning. Um, I don't think it benefits the Rangers' board, who ultimately ignored their advisors' advice and went with Philippe Clement ahead of Frank Lampard. And I'm not sure it does Graham any favours either if he's going to come in to a role at the club and work with. James Bisgrove and John Bennett The people who didn't appoint Frank Lampard
2: Well this is what you get When you have Graham Soonis On board because Graham is outspoken, always has been Always will be, he has a media Platform as well as What he has to offer the football club And so I think he is just expressing his opinion And will be surprised that anyone is surprised At him expressing his opinion But uh, I agree with Roger how this benefits anyone, I do not know. Well, we will park it all there for now
1: because we've got enough on our plate this afternoon for big Premiership games and we'll go back round the grounds next.
0: The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One, Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Evans. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL all in the studio looking forward to a busy Saturday in the Scottish Premiership and beyond. Let's hear from Brendan Rodgers ahead of Celtic's trip to Easter Road.
4: Yeah, I really like what Nick's trying to do. Obviously only in the door looking to, to play an offensive game, an offensive philosophy. Probably lots of people telling them uh, that's not the way to work and that's not the way to do, but I've, I've been through that many years ago in my early stages of management. So so I really like that they're trying to build the game from behind, walk the way through the lines with speed, with quality, looking to play an attacking game. So, yeah, it's the traditions of Hibbs as a club. They've always been a club that I've ever known, that have always played good football. You know, going back to the manager that had been there before and, and he's coming in and, and looking to implement his... Ideas into the the club and the team as well. So yeah, they've had some really good performances. So tough game for us.
1: And the man he's talking about, Nick Montgomery.
7: The league table shows you they're the best team in the league right now, and they are a fantastic team. Brendan's done a done a great job with them since taking over. And yeah, you know it's always about us. Obviously, you know we give full respect to the opposition, and and yeah, we need to defend better uh, you know, as a team. You know, people uh, talk about a four two four. It's not a four two four. It's a four four two. So if we defend properly in a 4-4-2 you know, and we have four midfielders defending and we switch on quickly in their moments of transition then we can defend uh, uh, as a team really well. If we don't and we and we don't switch on quickly you know, against top teams, they will punish you. Uh,
1: Motherwell against Ross County is a fascinating one, Fraser, because it feels like, and I know your esteemed colleague Gordon D'El has got his finger on the pulse with all the Motherwell fans, I'm feeling pretty good about the start to the season. Then come along three defeats in a row but three good performances and two of them against Glasgow's big two so you can take that in the chin then you lose again against Livingston it's four in a row but okay maybe these things can happen if that goes to five in a row tipped over the edge by a home game against Ross County that puts an entirely different complexion on the start to the season doesn't it?
7: Yeah, you, you get these games where you think it's an important one. I was at Kilmarnock against Levy last week and you felt it was an important one for, for Derek McInnes to get the win after their good start. You know, And listening to the guys going round the grounds as well talking about Dundee, talking about um, Ross County for, and Motherwell here at Firth Park, you know, nobody seems to be winning in that kind of middle to bottom of, of the table so a, a couple of wins can take you up if you lose a couple of games another couple for, for Motherwell for example and they start to sit down in ninth or 10th after that really good start then and then of course the, the pressure begins to build and it's, it's purely about scoring goals I think because I saw them in the first game of this four four um, game run of, of defeats against the Nun here and they, they played so well they should have won out the park but they lost 1-0 and it was just scoring the goals and you look at their, their strike force Theo Bear today's playing he scored one goal this season all his shots his first start but he hasn't scored in the games I've seen him, he hasn't really threatened the goals as well. Conor Wilkes has got a couple, or has got a couple with they in the pre-season games and the League Cup as well. So scoring the goals, they the relying on Slatter and Spittle from midfield to top scores at three. So I think that's why he's gone with a slight change of formation. going going with two up front and trying to get Spittle and Slatter coming from slightly deeper rather than being in support of the striker. But as you say, if they lose today, they'll home to Ross County. You know, and and Malkey knows how to get a result, he knows how to get his team organised. As, as well so if they lose here then, then I think the alarm bells will start to ring and the fans will start to be asking questions saying what's what's happening
1: here is Stuart Kettlewell. we would say that we've been so competitive against everybody we've played against at, at home um, we've, had a, we've had a real good record up into the last couple of away games as well but it's going to be a keenly con- contested game it's going to be two teams that are in a similar position in the league Similar number of points um, but with home advantage and with the fact that we have we, we do feel as if we've been playing well we feel we
5: give ourselves a chance and hopefully we can get three points and, and try and make it a real worthwhile day for, for the football club.
1: Yeah, going to be an interesting one that St Mirren against St Johnston again it's got that feel David, although it's a long old season if you know if St Mirren are serious about this being one of those really good campaigns and one where they're fighting at the top you probably need to uh, without wording this disrespectfully get more points off St Johnson than the couple that Stephen Robinson mentioned they got last season
6: yeah I think he was trying to say that in a kind of respectful way himself um, yesterday Gordon that it just has to if St Mungoni you know they can go 7 points clear of hearts today he put it that way after 9 games that would be, and been played the same amount of games so it's a huge incentive as I said they can go level on points with the Rangers as well but they need to, these are the games they just need to win You know, you need, you need to knock them off They're a better team than St Johnson in every single department St Mirren's should be winning this game comfortably today um, I spoke earlier about how much St Johnson have toiled I don't really see that changing I think St Johnson are doomed already um, Stephen McLean's trying everything So from St Mirren's perspective They just need to go and get this win Obviously they were, they were hurt the last time out um, Against Rangers in terms of Ryan Strange's red car But this is a chance to really bounce back They've waited three weeks but this is a chance for them today.
1: See that Hugh Evans he's changed since he came on this show He used to be a bit more measured than that He's been listening to you too much 28th of October, he's got St Johnston doomed already uh, A grand total of four points behind Ross County
2: I approve wholeheartedly, he has learned well and I look forward to seeing St Johnston in the Championship next season They'll be replaced by Dundee United and uh, we'll see how they do then
1: I mean, that said uh, he can make a lot of these things at this stage of the season when there's a small sample, David. Feel it's a whole three games without a win now for Saint Mirren. I know they were, uh, you know, this, the Rangers won understandable down to ten men, kind of game over at that point. Draw with Kilmarnock before, it, and I know they were annoyed to get knocked out of the cup in that six-goal thriller at Easter Road uh, towards the end of last month.
6: Yeah, I know, but I, I don't think Stephen Holmes will be panicking about that because, as I said, you know, he's, he's built a good squad. He's got a system that they all know. He's obviously made a couple of tweaks today, and Ryan Strain's a, a big player. Um, Forsettman, but Ryan Flynn will do a good job coming in. But you know, I don't think there'll be any panicking. You know, I, I think you'll just see this as a chance to get back to winning ways. And I think you look at that Johnson Johnston team. And I, I don't want to dwell on a point, but I just don't really see where the goals are coming from. I mean, as I said earlier on, Nicky Clark hasn't played since February. He's straight in. He hasn't actually scored since last November. Now I just wonder where Stephen McLean's believing in fate a wee bit because his last goal. Was actually last November against St. Mirne here. A 90th minute overhead kick, equaliser, and a 2 2 draw. So maybe that's why he's in. But Stevie May with the hairdo so is on the bench. Look, Jekyll on the bench. Chris Kane on the bench as well. But I just don't see Wilson Johnson going to score today. And I think this will be a St. Mirne win.
1: Is Stevie May's trim the most famous haircut in recent Scottish football history? I'm trying to think of any others. No. At what uh, stage well, did uh, Henrik Larson ditch the, uh, the, the dreadlocks, dreadlocks? Yeah. Not yeah. comparing Stevie May to Henrik Larson before anyone gets upset. Is,
2: Henrik looked better for shaving his head, and so does Stevie May. So he <sighs> he will be like a bullet. When I'm he comes sure. Out. I'm sure Stevie May's sitting uh, dug out
4: dugout just now, thinking, "Oh, fantastic! They'll give me a
2: round of applause." He's
4: got hair now Like Fraser Wisher And he still Can't get a game What chance he got
1: uh, Like let, Fraser Let's get, <laughs> Like Fraser Let's go <laughs> back to Livy Dundee Roger Hannah. If St Johnston Are indeed doomed According to your colleague David Field That would be good news For Livy and Dundee Who definitely would fall Into that category of First priority Stay up And they both Absolutely look like They're well on track To do that
8: yeah, that's strange noise you can hear, Gordon. That's a huge sigh of relief from Tony Doherty and David Martindale, knowing that they cannot now be relegated because David Field says and Johnson are going down. So I'm expecting them to both come out, let the hand break off, and we'll have a terrific game of football here at Tony Macaroni this afternoon. I am intrigued. Livingston have got a decent home record, as we said earlier on, and David Martindale, I would imagine, would be very determined not to have a repeat. Of the rather insipid display un like display Down at Rugby Park last week He's got plenty of attacking options in there You know, Anderson and Noobly tends to be His go-to front two. But adding Stephen Bradley in In that number 10 role He's got Dan Mackay Who's a natural attacker In the right wing-back role as well So we could see them going forward today And I'm intrigued to see it Indeed, the only time I've seen them Since they came up, Gordon, for Super Scoreboard Was when they lost 3-0 at Celtic Park And I actually thought they performed well particularly in the first half are nil nil at the break very well organised by Tony Docherty and I'll be interested to see them today they've made changes from the Ross County draw in midweek they haven't scored a goal since the second of September uh, well one game they've scored a goal in since the second of September that's two months ago so he needs to, to shake it up well Cameron's back in the team and I'll be interested to see the, the two lads who make their first starts Aaron Donnelly very highly rated Northern Ireland under 21 cap up on loan from Nottingham Forest and Mohamed Silla in the middle of the park along with Maliki Boateng and Luke McCown, who I think is going to be an important player for Dundee this season. Kick off
1: across the country and back to Easter Road next.
0: The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Kick off's fast approaching. Let's go back to Easter Road and build up two Hibs against Celtic.
5: Yeah, the teams are making their way out the tunnel at the moment Hibs in their traditional green home kit Celtic in all black today And there's normally no lack of drama and entertainment when these two meet here So hopefully it's more of the same today I'll give you a run through of the starting lineups again David Marshall in goal for Hibs The back four, Lewis Miller, Rocky Bashiri, Will Fish and Jordan Abita The midfield four, Martin Boyle, Jimmy Jago, Joe Newell and Gere Tavares, Dylan Venta and Ellie Ewan up top. For Celtic, Joe Hart in goal. Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Liam Scales. And Greg Taylor is the back for The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Paolo Bernardo who gets the nod after Rio Hitati's injury. And up top, it's Dyson Maida and Lewis Palmer either side of Kyogo and you look back to that midweek performance for Celtic, they'll certainly feel if they put in a similar performance today that they'll get all three points, but Hibs will maybe feel that they've got a point to prove today after that 4-0 defeat to Rangers last weekend and just the way they played in it, they looked poor at the back, they were exposed time and time again, so the likes of Kyogo and Lewis Palmer and Matt O'Reilly they'll feel that if they're on it today they'll fancy their chances of causing damage to this Hibs team Lots of talk about ticket allocations as well last weekend when it came to Tyne Castle. Celtic do have a big support over to my right behind the goal. They've got the full stand and plenty of Hib supporters in here as well across the other three stands. I mentioned them earlier on, Paulo Bernardo. What a big day for him. He's, of course, the player that gets the nod with Rio Hattati being out injured. Just 25 minutes of Premiership action. Paulo Bernardo has played since he came in in the summer. So he'll really be hoping that he can go out there show Brendan Rodgers what he can do, show the supporters what he can do, and if it is going to be a significant injury for Rio Hattati, it looks as if it will be a few weeks, and there are big games coming up that he will be desperate to make his mark today and hopefully be involved in them in the future. There is that change for Hibbs today as well. Gere Tavares is in for Adam LaFondra. You just wonder whether that's more to do with getting that pace up top. Eli Yuan probably playing through the middle, and Gere Tavares out wide interested to see how it goes kick off it is now underway here
0: Clyde 1 super scoreboard goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy flu season has arrived make sure you're protected this winter
1: the highlight of my Saturday is finding out from you three duds how you think the games are going to go because invariably I know you will be wrong
2: so what are you giving me I am giving you the after effect mm. of Europe will catch up on Celtic and they will <laughs> oh, draw wow. They will draw with Hibs at Easter Road. Motherwell will end their four-game losing run by beating Ross County. St Mirren will beat the already relegated St Johnston, and Dundee to win away at Wobbly Livy.
3: Gordon, here's what I'm giving you. You're not going to like it. Celtic will beat Hibs. Doesn't bother Ross me. County... I think we'll beat Motherwell I think Ross County Shit. have got a lot up front I think they'll beat Motherwell today St so Mirren will Johnson Do you know Motherwell won 4
4: out of the last 5 against Ross County? And you're Tim Ross D- County?
3: Uh, you're interrupting my Sorry sure. My <laughs> you're to, Okay, are yeah. i And you and Dundee will be a draw Celtic
4: Motherwell won 4 out of the last 5 1 was a draw St Mirren, St Johnson 4 out of the last 7 have been draws So I'm going to draw
1: Oh, this guy's done his research today Is that and on my new laptop of yours? No, no,
4: no And I'm going with Hugh Cavins here Dundee, away win
1: Wow uh, Actually, Martin Boyle starting up top with Dylan Venta So it's Tavares and Yuan out wide Quite interesting You can obviously see the thinking behind that for Nick Montgomery
4: yeah, I'll, I'll, Do you know something, I don't think we should ever criticise managers coming in and having a go We can look at last week, you go to Ibrox You could sit in at Ibrox with a 5 at the back and still lose 3-4 goals You could do it at Celtic Park I like the attacking style of Hibs um, I think Hibs' biggest problem
3: is not the attacking style I think defensively, I think they're a shambles Hold on a minute, what do you like about it though? <laughs> because I... I looked at him at Tynecastle the, did the, they create lots of chances? Yeah, I don't well, think like they did. Well, they come back for 2-0 down. A- Ibrox, once against the, the defence. Ibrox, did they the create Lewis lots of chances? The, 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 look, no.
4: I, what, Mark, you, you don't listen to what I'm saying, right? You said you like You've went in you as an under-18 coach and you think you're Pep Guardiola all of a sudden,
3: right? Well, you enlighten
4: me. You need, to, you need to settle yourself down and take stock of what you really are. <laughs> now, <laughs> I like the fact that He's prepared to not just sit with the same basic stuff. He's looked at his players and thought, this is the best shape, the best chance I've got to getting results. I'm going to go that attacking style. We'll see how they are today it's different when you play Rangers and so South you country. like the fact course, he's yeah.
3: just changed the shape that's it
1: what are we calling him after last night so it was your first game in charge of this late last night they've been struggling this season yeah, they've only won once you turn up <laughs> comfortable 3-1 three, three, win miracle, manager the miracle
2: just summarise it as miracle worker no, Mark Wilson yeah. Yeah. are we going
1: uh, Roger Hannah has thrown in the Partick Pep I was thinking mm. the Christ and Klopp That's a good one. Uh I'll take that. I'll take that. We're going to get a baseball cap.
4: I don't think you'll be able to put it out (laughs) there what I'm thinking his nickname is.
2: As a tribute, I have gone into the wardrobe and brought out. An old Partick Thistle
1: scarf so, that, Do you know what, it's funny because This show isn't live streamed obviously at the weekend And Hugh genuinely has had a Partick Thistle scarf on since 2 o'clock <laughs> I Nobody know. can see it apart from us I'm going to,
3: I'll put a <laughs> add you to my story on Instagram just so people can see it I Because wonder. when you
2: say an old Partick Thistle oh, scarf it's, right.
3: it's old,
2: this yeah. is uh, old school but how did you
4: got a Partick Thistle scarf? 20 years ago, ago
2: the club was in bother. And right. they needed money quickly. They were in danger of going out of business. You we- paid five hundred quid for a, part <laughs> <of this laughs> you scarf. a scarf. So we had a, in Maryhill Town Hall, mm-hmm. we had a Save Our Jags night, and uh, I and other pressmen were invited to go along. And there was a question and answer session, and the the chairman gave us all a party thistle scarf to go on go. and wave and get the crowd he going. You kept it. I've kept it. Yeah.
1: David Field wants to throw in the Maryhill Mourinho. Ah, Fraser up The hill
3: Fergie yeah. ah, Listen I'll take him out See all of them
1: uh, Roger That's, Hanna's gone uh, to Christin Kaishinya, But we've uh, used Christin already Roger sorry Keep Ka- up Ka- We need to find a new location For the next one Where are you kinda from Where did you grow up Baleaston The Baleaston
3: Brendan
2: Oh yeah, no yeah, <laughs> Brendan I yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that I saw where you were
3: going Gordon I saw what, what where I was you were going <laughs> to say The <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're going that's, to be calling that's you we be beal. Beal. <laughs> well, well done on getting your first. Thank, one. You, thank you. Yeah, it was, was good fun. Yeah, young boys were great.
1: Uh, Falkirk are one up on Alawa No hanging around for the Bears. Starting off Alfredo Aggieman with the goal. Hugh, let's give people a fair crack okay. at this if you're ready.
0: The first half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk football for the best football news and opinion online.
2: Since 2008, seven players have scored for Celtic in the Champions League group stages or knockouts in a game which Celtic lost. Who are they since 2008? Seven players have scored for Celtic in the Champions League group stages or knockouts in a game which Celtic lost. Name them.
1: I like it. I like it. Get your answers in at Clyde SSB. We're looking for one tweet with all of the correct answers on it. And if you do it quicker than everyone else, that's how you win the first half teaser. It's a fairly simple... Uh, concept, we're not asking a great deal it's a bit of a race, so see what you can come up with, as you would expect Celtic very much dominating the ball at Easter Road, but it's early days, about 5 minutes gone, 5-6 minutes, no real chances created there uh, and a similar story in all of the games, still goalless St Mirren, St Johnston, Mullerwell County and Livingston Dundee
2: as well I'm still there to work out, and I wouldn't question Andrew McLean for a second but Brendan Rodgers back-to-back trebles in his first time as Celtic manager One of those seasons An invincible season And yet on four visits to Easter Road He didn't win no, any it's of true.
1: them yeah, There was that one I'll, I'll remember one game in particular One game it was like, dreadful uh, mm. you know, There was that one But also the, that was kind of you know peak John McGinn time And there was a real kind of you know Brilliant battle between him and uh, Scott Brown in there and uh, yeah, They had a, a bit of a, a Sticky time going there That's for sure so there we go, it'll be a first chance for Brendan Rodgers to, or sorry, he's looking for his first it's win.
3: Quite, quite a contrast to uh, who they're up against.
1: Uh, I also mean, Hugh, yeah, worth bearing in mind, the stat is skewed slightly because the Invincible season Hibs
2: were in the Championship. Oh! So that, um, mm, that plays a part. Yeah, right, so it's certainly yeah, yeah. a hindrance, yes, you can't win at a place you can't visit. Yeah. You cannot. I, I mean, against Atletico Madrid
3: midweek, masters of defending and pressing against a Hibs side that... Are as open as you'll see With two central defenders Who Leak goals left, right and centre And on paper That should mean it's an easy Celtic win But
2: I don't know if it will be today I think they'll get over the line But I don't think it'll be easy Do you think if Brendan Rodgers Had Complete faith In those who are on the bench He'd have made more changes today Is this an indication that Even though uh, Kyogo and Maeda Ran themselves into the ground. They both got to play again on the Saturday because he, he doesn't fancy anyone else.
1: I wonder if we're in danger of making too much of that. Mm. I mean, teams play in Europe every single season. They then play at the weekend. You know, it, it's not.
2: Yeah, it's but not a huge
1: the, ask. The man next to you's done it. You just a, play again at the it's weekend.
2: A, it's a huge ask against Athletic Madrid and to play the kind of football that uh, had people on television describing it as the best mm. forty-five minutes of Champions League action that witnessed so far this season. But it's it you know it's a higher intensity than just any other old Wednesday night and any other old Saturday. I, I'm with you, love. But I, I I hear Hugh's argument loud and clear. But um,
4: I'm not surprised he's went with the same starting eleven. Well, apart from Hatati he obviously uh, Bernardo's come in there. I think it just keeps everything going, keeps it ticking over. There will be in the next couple of weeks, of course, he will use his squad. But just now, important game away from home. Yeah, I'd have kept the same team.
1: Yeah, Celtic doing all the attacking so far. Greenock Ranger says, We question what other Glasgow club's scarves does Shinjuku
4: Shug own? Yeah, wait, you see
2: that? I've got got a Banky scarf, yeah, of course. You've seen it? Because
4: it's
1: great timing because the Banky, it's Scottish Cup second round today as well, which I love. It's always a. This is where it gets edges towards getting serious with the big boys because the leagues one and two sides come
2: in. This uh, Sorry, in the yeah. draw tomorrow night um, And just to satisfy the man Because we all know where he's going They're all as transparent as can be <laughs> uh, I do have a Celtic scarf And I told Mark Wilson the story That I went to do <laughs> Went to do oh. Dundee How you received it as never a flat here I am shocked at that I'm A Dundee Celtic game for Super School that At Dens Park Celtic scored first And then lost 5-1 Yeah, but uh, what he's
4: not telling you Is he's got the Celtic scarf underneath the third one
2: And then to finish my story, It's your day for interrupting people. Isn't it? <laughs> to you finish my story, you. we were uh, uh, doing our post-match summary, and I turned round, and the Celtic fans were still leaving the ground, and this guy shouted something which I will not repeat, and, and threw threw the scarf from my face, and I said, to them, "Oh, I'll fine. just keep it. I'll just mm. keep it. Yeah."
1: So uh, there anyway, you are. so Nicky Lowe put the Bankies One
2: up in the first
1: minute Who did in uh, I think it's for Martin isn't it? For yeah for Martin uh, uh, yeah. Homer away Away It's up there Oh I've oh, been there <sighs> i
4: played there It's a couple of bad I draws so, for anyway. Gordon I think so Yeah I've been up there Good pitch It's not the worst Not the worst uh,
3: Good we show always
4: setup. says that doesn't he mm. Not the worst Up
3: towards to... Inverness Just Aber- outside Aberdeen, Inverness sure Ab- Ab- Is it? Up the M9
2: Oh you go See, we're coming up for the yeah. anniversary of that day when Clyde Bank played Clyde in the Scottish Cup, put them out.
1: That's right, and you were there, of
2: course, yeah. amongst
1: the, the ultras.
2: Uh, Kyogo
1: fouls Martin Boyle, gives him a wee hug. That's about the most notable thing that's happened inside the first uh, 10 minutes. A bit of a chance for Ross County. Brophy was at full stretch, couldn't get it. This time it's a sitter, actually, as well. Baldwin headed across the goal. Leek was there. Yeah, but he couldn't get it on target. So Ross County certainly pressing at Fir Park. Shamal George looks like he may be injured for livy-lengthy treatment to what looks like a muscle injury for the goalkeeper. So Jack Hamilton is out warming up. That will be a big blow to Davy Martindale if that does transpire like we think it might.
4: Can can we take two minutes just to say good luck to Scotland amputees today, Gordon? They've got a tournament through and they'll get to bay. I got a wee message from... uh, she said that she used to be my P.A. or SCV. I don't know what one Right And uh, she was talking about her our, our nephew Connor Who's a big part of that no, He's yeah. not playing today But we wish them all the very best
1: Absolutely we do Indeed all Ross County uh, for Park Another couple of half chances Shamal George limps on for now For Livy, Is that going to be the centre half Comes and takes the goal kicks
3: he just have that for a while eh? <laughs> Because Because centre centre halves are now usually right beside the goalkeeper The way that the game's changed Just to, you know, tap it out But yeah, everybody squeeze up centre half Can usually kick it the furthest and then
1: the striker just can just
3: stand mm. right on the edge of the box and wait because you can't be offside. What's oh, that? Like,
1: right.
3: Game of cat and mouse that carry on. <laughs> I'm going to take that tactic in my training next. Yeah, week. So,
1: what have you pleased with the, the boys last night? Did you go in? Did you did you shake it up? Did you manage to implement your philosophy in the first first <laughs> What few was your yeah, philosophy? What is your philosophy? Uh, just <laughs> run a bit
3: <laughs> as quick as you can go. Make yourself that's look busy. A- <laughs> <laughs> did anybody see the masters <laughs> this is what you should be aiming for
8: <laughs> in
3: 20 year time you yeah. could be here as well yeah. uh, nah listen the, the, my first real step into that youth side it, since I was at AWA when, when was it, uh, 10 years ago I was in at AWA so reverting back and getting used to that side of the game it's interesting you give them a
1: big like rousing team talk like of course a,
3: if you've got to
1: what, in what sort of style like you know Hollywood movie type thing or but well, I'm going to build up to that. Yeah, right.
3: I'm, I'm just giving them a wee taste of a...
4: What formation did you play, man? First you? half, I, I well, changed. Uh, change first half,
3: I, I was four-three-three, but I wanted to see everybody playing, so I changed to four-four-two in the second half.
4: What are you preaching? What you said in Thursday? Proactive, proactive managers and. Change information. Well, we were winning very And I changed back.
3: 3 0 so, up. Just managed I was game. one, I was one nil. one nil up half. So you, you've got to be proactive <laughs> in that age. <day. laughs> <laughs> but I think they just changed themselves. I didn't even notice. Uh, I'd love to see you delivering one of those, like,
1: you know, proper Hollywood team talks. No. Al Pacino. Yeah. Well, we might,
3: we, you I'd might it. see it because they, I think uh, you follow, I think Thistle Weir Academy, the. The young girl, Erin, who's in doing it, she put something on Instagram It's just to warm up, but I think they're building to some social media presence, so... Do you know what's funny, it right? It might so be the,
1: the, Thistle, the Thistle Weir Academy announced your appointment, obviously, on on Twitter, and I retweeted it, and quite a lot of people liked the tweet. You're very popular uh, on the show, but... Oh, thank you. Regular users of Twitter will know. You know, you get these, like um, like, bot accounts, and it'll be like... Let's just for instance say the profile picture will be like a female who you know is <laughs> clearly not a Partick Thistle <laughs> fan And I don't mean that with any disrespect <laughs> to Partick Thistle fans um, But you know, you know the type of account I mean uh, uh, Yes uh, All of them just keep liking that account, liking the post for some reason <laughs> I went through and checked that's it great I don't know if that's something to do with
3: you or I, It's definitely to do with me um, You know, the more of them the better No, but we, I, I, We'll include everyone, we, we'll take all support
1: I think if uh, anyone's got any ideas for Mark Wilson's team talks, you can get them in.
2: Robert Duvall in A Shot at Glory. You know what? I've I've never saw that film.
1: What's the most inspirational team talk you've received from a manager? Oh,
3: um, anything out there. You know what? Gordon Strachan was brilliant. Seeing just ahead of the big games, the big Champions League games, very little to do with the actual game and tactics. It was all about... Uh, Who you were representing Not the club In terms of your family Who was there watching you How much you'd put in To get to this stage Things like that I always found Inspirational It was great
1: Anything out like Any like PowerPoint presentations (laughs) Anything with props Anything left (laughs) field No
3: No No. (laughs) PowerPoint things weren't they I think Video clips Oh Oh, video clips um, I'll tell you what Actually we were we're what uh, Braveheart and all that nonsense. We were going to Ibrox Under Neil Lennon One time And on the bus, actually, hi, listen to this, good point, we were on the bus right, (laughs) so I know, I know, but it's a good, a decent story. We're going to play Rangers away at Ibrox, and unknown to us, all the partners, wives and girlfriends had been asked to report to Celtic Park that week leading up to it. Without was known, That'd be scary right. for me By the way i have <laughs> <laughs> three <laughs> <laughs> Bus with right. the wind full So we're on the bus Coming along The M8 And the video goes on And There's a compilation Of all the season's goals Brilliant I can't remember the music behind it But then it popped up <laughs> The wife, <laughs> <and wife's laughs> <saying, laughs> good, good luck Good luck And this not the next oh, thing oh. And you know what I know what the next is a, result Is that, uh, that a good thing? thing? Oh, if you've not got a good one, you're coming in for a bit. It sack. was ah, uh, I suppose it was. I yeah. was a wee bit of a win? surprise. No, I knew you were going to. I can't remember the <laughs> one, or not. Check the date. I know, but that that's the one and only time that's happened. Something a bit different. Something ah. a bit different, and that was just coming off the cut off the eyebrows, cut off on the motorway when that got played. There you go. But I love tapping into the, the
1: stories because obviously that's the side of it. As mere mortals, will never see him. Sure, it's as Andy Halliday in the show told the one um, with Pedro Kashinia. Uh, and then it's, you know, the movie 300 General <laughs> Butler And it's like the Persian Empire sort of thing So the camera pans round Looking over And then it just It just turns into Pataudry <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: No way.
3: Save it for a bigger game uh, than Pataudry I know that's a big game But a bigger game than that I, That takes a lot of work to turn The Persian army into Pataudry Anyway, Joe Newell's down injured Looks kind of rather innocuous
1: So you're getting a bit of treatment there That'll be a concern for Nick Montgomery He is back on now though So it's still goalless there Nothing much doing it, not it, In any of the games recently Really yeah. David Fields not happy With what he's seeing Between St Mirren And St Johnson Thinks it's struggling To get going there uh, And Ross County on top But without finding The breakthrough At Fir Park So Hugh Maybe a good chance For you to remind us Of the teaser Yeah
2: Since 2008 Seven players have scored for Celtic in the Champions League group stages or knockouts in a game which Celtic lost.
1: Name them. And uh, don't forget, it's at Clyde SSB. Ideally, looking for one tweet with all the correct answers on it. And I have to say, some fairly impressive guesses coming in so far. I'm not spotting a great deal. Wrong I think most people Are certainly on The right track So keep them coming At Clyde SSB Get them all down On a tweet Fire them over And we'll see who The winner of the First half teaser is
2: Big thing about Celtic This uh, season of course Has been uh, Terrific away form Pataudry Win Ibrooks Win Motherwell Win Livy Win Tynecastle Big win Uh, But I do Stand by my point I think Wednesday Took a lot out of them and the manager isn't keen on changes because he doesn't completely rate everyone on his bench. And I think that's why we're still goalless at Easter Road. I think there's an argument, though, for
3: Brendan Rodgers when things have been so good in recent games. You want to keep that going. And I'm sh- pretty sure he would have got a report from his physios, all his medical team and the players themselves about how they were feeling. If Everybody says we're good to go. Why would you want to change something? That's produced two very good performances After being a pretty sticky start to the season And people thinking it wasn't clicking into full flow Paolo Bernardo
1: fires wide I think it's the first shot for either side 18 minutes in now A bit of a concern for Alistair Johnston. Rocky Bashiri blasts the ball square off his face It looks like Ooh. a bit of a sore one uh, For Alistair Johnston there um, And Hibs sticking by there principles from the back, the centre back split extremely wide David Marshall gives it but that's actually what is their undoing on this occasion and it does just go slightly wide of the post on that occasion from Paulo Bernardo
4: It's certainly the right way to play when it works through the lines and try to break the press of Celtic but when it goes wrong you could put yourself under severe pressure and lose that first important goal because if Hibs are going to get anything today at home for me, they will have to score the first goal well, No, I'll keep talking no, that.
1: Just letting it sink in Just, make, just making sure yeah. we've all come to terms With your well, well, uh, cutting edge yeah, prediction we you should go and analyze
2: that Yeah, well we'll see <laughs> 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 That was a good, uh, yeah. good response okay, it's, oh, a draw, it's a draw now And it'll be a draw at time up I've told you before
1: You also tend to get it wrong every yeah. single week
4: the you just hoping one week it comes for you. Yeah, exactly. We a lottery. Yeah, you out a lot you,
1: you put the same numbers but on then every You week. have to because if if those numbers come, come up, up and you don't have them on, you'd be furious. Yeah, if that's why. If you tip Celtic four 0 today and they draw, we're kicking himself yeah. for wasting the opportunity Hugh's
4: actually pre-recorded. He's not even here.
2: You just go with your gut <laughs> instinct. And uh, as I say. I'm enthusiastic It doesn't matter If I'm wrong I continue no. to be enthusiastic No but
1: you do tend to You predict Celtic To drop points An awful lot For a team that Rarely drops <laughs> points though.
2: Have you noticed that I'm not, I'm not sure That's the case This season uh, But I just believe That Wednesday As I said to you Last night The programme Celtic were breathtaking Against Athletic Madrid But it also took an awful lot out of them Joe Shogness He's
1: booted one into the car park And Roger Hanna says Unfortunately They found another ball Which maybe Suggests That's <laughs> it I, I didn't today? think
3: that one Would be a classic yeah, You guys today. Just keep
1: talking the game up That's
4: it Get Where done. is he Livingston? Yeah
3: he's at yeah. Oh
4: that'll be First goal there it Really brightens things up At Livingston I am just want a goal I'm, I'm looking forward to Where the first
3: goal's Going to come from
4: Tell you um, where there were the 20 goals no Dundee United
3: no Oh your former team Dundee United Was that? The, what was it? it the
2: 100th Yeah uh, birthday. 100th, 100th birthday Yeah yeah. yeah. Is that why it was played Last no, night it was, the, it was the 100th Anniversary and, uh, of the, the day league? They became they Dundee United
3: 6-0 yeah, yeah. They won after Winning
2: 5-0 last yeah. week 11-2 and two games Prior to being Dundee United They were known as Dundee Hibernian ah, right, So yeah, last last night Was the 100th yeah anniversary Of Dundee United
3: 100. Yeah. Were you 100
4: not invited to the, the gig, match? I should have been as well.
3: Uh, but I was busy, I would have had to have turned that yeah. <laughs> I should have been there. Two, two Scottish Cup finals. We're not
1: him. done with the insert place name, insert famous manager. What other places can we use? Where do you train? Peter's Hill. Oh, do you? Well, yeah. nice. the Peter, we've done the pep thing to Peter's death, Hill. Really.
3: Herself.
4: <laughs> he's, I, I'm delighted to see him back get in the your, game Get yourself he's, up there He's a lot He's a lot to offer I've got to say I really was <laughs> impressed my right, time. Something's coming Not Something's coming no, I'm, That's I'm the first you a compliment of, You've ever gave g- me
1: Have you The listeners are desperate to know though Have you made his coffee today Because this time last week You two placed A charity hot drink related bet mm-hmm. That if Dessert scored good. On that day you had to make his coffee for a month And indeed Dessert did
4: I will be going to the kitchen at half time To get his tea or coffee Or his <laughs> lemon
3: and orange Whatever he drinks now That's Lemon and ginger That was ginger. disgusting
1: that smell the other tea, night You
2: didn't like you did you? No. you? Do you enjoy that? A little lemon and ginger tea? I, I've never known anyone to have a drink like that Since my wife was expecting her first child
1: <laughs> They shared the tea bag as well Mark Wilson oh, and Gordon
2: a Deal Tea bag pretty, pretty yeah,
1: it, was, it was very mm, strange Um, if there are any interesting goals to tell you about in the Scottish Cup second round I will try and do it it's obviously a bit difficult to keep up there are so many games ongoing at the moment but if there are any that are maybe local to us or noteworthy oh my goodness there's one that's noteworthy already 20... 17 minutes on the clock high flying lowland league side East Bride sweeping all before them this season playing Trinent after 17 minutes 3-0 3-0 dear.
4: Oh, at Trenent Yeah
1: What a shock that is East Coast are making subs and all sorts After 20 minutes Oh, oh. Would,
4: you, would you call it Who the was manage the manager At Trenent? Trenent Again Is it not the ex Hearts player No it
3: changed Oh Is it yeah. You were thinking uh, Calamelli. Calamelli. No, it's actually, yeah. I think
4: it's changed A couple of times They've had a couple of ex-Hibs and Hearts Players as manager At Trenent Yeah it's changed a couple of times uh, In Recent um, And that's in the cup Gordon
3: Sorry Is it Yeah yeah, yeah. So
1: Mick Kennedy Who Mick. masterminded The Mick, real yeah. shock Of last season's Darville. cup Darvill is on the wrong end
3: and I So hear far but those two are
1: in the same division
3: So it's not a huge Darville's struggling As well Did I hear? Midweek Was that a tweet It was put out by the club uh, financially. financially Yeah yeah, yeah. So it's to show you a different.
1: Yeah um, Right Johnson's now gone down Off the ball And Anton Ralston's been called over Not really sure how, You know he went back on the, the ball can concuss you quite easily yeah, the yeah. speed that the ball moves at you know if he's if he's now having to go off because of that I don't really know how he's managed to come back on but then again I'm not a, a medical expert
3: and I, I, I've I, told you Gordon before a very similar incident with myself at Pataudry where I got struck with a ball point blank mm-hmm. in the back of the head and I got up and I played on and there was only maybe 10 minutes left to go in the game and I played on and I get in the dressing room and I sat and I had to turn and say to Steve McManus, what was the score? Where, what's happening here? Just blanked. You didn't yeah. remember anything. And I get taken straight to hospital. So,
1: And that's the thing, and, and even and since the time you played, make that sound like you're an old man, but but thankfully, that side of things has moved on quite yeah. quickly. And I was, don't, don't, don't take any chances now, even if they did in your day. Um, I think Alistair Johnson may well... Uh, go off Anthony Ralston was being called over surely not going to continue again well you're,
2: you're into the, the duty of care mm, yeah and, Ralston uh, is on now for yeah. Anthony
1: uh, for, um,
2: for Anthony's name Johnson <laughs> Ali Johnson
1: Johnson Andy Johnson oh my
3: goodness yeah. that's, well, that's a blow for Celtic no doubt about it on Johnson's. top of Hatati you know. yeah. yeah to be fair Ralston can
4: get in there and do a decent job against Hubs at Easter Road surely
3: I yeah. know that Johnson's
4: a, a big player. For him. Yeah, he's, he's he's never let them down. So um, it's a sore one for uh, Johnson. But the right decision—that's the second one. How?
1: Um, just you know, we always talk about the week's biggest. Talking points on the show Like Rangers in Europe And Celtic in Europe And so on I think the real big Talking point this week Has been your, um, your Your mysterious laptop
4: Well I'm taking some Stick for that and in the street him, Let me tell
1: um, you <laughs> no, He story <Yeah>. No appeared <laughs> He appeared with a mysterious laptop <laughs> f- A foreign Issue laptop It didn't even have a UK plug <laughs> He's been ah. a bit mysterious As to where he got it And he asked The boss in here no less If he would Wipe the hard drive for him delete everything that's on it well I've got a lot of
4: tactical f- football things I want to put on it here, and I don't want them getting mixed up with it, anything it, immediately else
2: immediately <laughs> the, the boss has to be aware that he could be complicit in something well, curious, and, uh, curious Creatures
1: actually has sent you some poetry for today he says the pundits have been hunted because their talents are unreal Wilson poached by Thistle he's the Firhill Michael Beal the other hunted pundit had the polis at his door they were looking for a laptop but that hard drive was no more <laughs> 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 you need oh. to let
3: us know What was actually On there I'm te- Do you uh, know some, Why I, would you I Why to would you want it? I disagree White. with that wholeheartedly yeah. all right, I want okay. to do
4: ah, Just like everything else Sometimes you've got to start again <laughs> Start fresh <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> Just in case anything happens to you
3: well, I look forward to seeing it tomorrow In all its glory Oh yeah There's another one This will go down as a cup
1: shock Because it's one of the SPFL sides Being knocked out by lower league opposition But they are having a stinker Elgin City are 3-0 down against Genefield Swifts wow. After 22 minutes
2: the cup draw tomorrow right Is going to look very interesting who,
3: Now who took on that job Was that,
2: Gene, Gene, that Was that The I Am I going to say
3: Barry Smith up at Elgin No have I got that wrong Yeah I think you're right Barry Smith, Barry Smith that The old job Dundee on Recently
4: yeah
3: Hard mm-hmm. yeah, cry
4: from Aldershot I remember going to Aldershot to Spend a day with Barry to watch him
3: well, Barry was in it breaking before I took over He was He was a man I succeeded Wow Yeah Yeah Two years I've got such luxurious careers in <laughs> <Biden> management. <laughs> <laughs> Hold a shot, breaking Elgin. <laughs> uh, Journeyman, I think you uh, crossed to
1: the back post. It's a bit of a team header in the end by Luis Palma He'll be disappointed because he's starting to show his goal scoring touch, Yuki Yeah,
2: yeah. It, clearly, you know, you remember the the, the one at uh, Motherwell, which he didn't mean it. It was a cross and it went in and the it lifted him no end and uh, the goal against Atletico on Wednesday night was superb uh, and he is one that, that uh, Brendan Rodgers undoubtedly trusts implicitly because he's got a beautiful eye for a pass, accuracy of pass and a terrific eye for a goal. He's got a brilliant right foot in him. It just the uh, reverse pass for Matt O'Reilly. We've got
1: one of these. I don't actually use this button too often, I sometimes forget it's there.
0: The AR review with M and D Green Pharmacy.
1: It's for a motherwell penalty. Blair Spittle goes down in the box. Um, What's Fraser saying. Well, he hates VAR, but he's torn here because he's a Motherwell legend, yeah. isn't he? he was fi- you heard the him?
4: Fans he's outside
3: he's the state. Pictures,
1: <laughs> autographs.
4: Uh, autograph.
1: No penalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: come on. Um,
4: I would love to have seen that picture. I must have been. Um, Fraser's Motherwell days. No a penalty for Motherwell.
1: They, they obviously started on the back foot, but they have been coming into it. Brodie Spencer hit the post uh, with a header just a few moments ago. Hibbs on the counter attack. Ellie Ewan shot from the edge of the box, but a tame one as well, straight at Joe Hart. So we're we're we needing some goals here. Oh yeah, yeah, without doubt, uh,
2: that, that, that would have tipped Malky Mackay over the edge, though, to have a, a goal disallowed by VAR at Dundee midweek, and then to have a penalty given by VAR yeah, what did you against make of him? that one. See, I thought so it was, it was goal. Yeah.
1: offside, but one of those ones where the ref has to really interpret whether. Jordan White was interfe- interfering with the goalkeeper
3: or not? I don't think he was. Do you? Yes. Do you? I think. I'm very. I think. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, but after consideration, I think the goalkeeper catches that if Jordan White isn't there, and I think he he makes him he makes him make the mistake. My slight issue with that is, I think if you want. To make
1: a case for someone interfering with the goalkeeper You almost always can Do you know what mm, I mean as, lo- as, long yeah, as, as long as they're yeah. near As long as they're like in the line and not completely away um,
2: In the world of the VAR so I, I just sure. don't feel like Jordan White so gets hard.
3: that close to the ball Maybe I'm making a, an excuse to, I think Hugh touches on it perfectly In the last couple of times I've heard him By saying it's almost like They're trying to think away. So then yeah. I see that and I, I have to analyse it again and again and again And then I've come to the conclusion Yeah he must have been so Well I, I think
1: that one is tough Because ultimately again the, the, I know the process is frustrating But ultimately he is in an offside position He just is So therefore you're checking for that You then know that he is He's in an offside position So then you're just asked to assess Is he is he interfering or not It's a tricky one Have you even seen it?
4: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm sitting on the fence. <laughs> <session>. That <laughs> doesn't
3: sound like you've watched it. Uh, you had a, a big night, oh, a, a bat- golf the other night, did you know? Half night on Wednesday for him, remember? Wednesday oh, night, yeah. Wednesday night, yes. Yeah, so Where yeah. were you rushing in Thursday? You were. You had a golf was, lesson was, or something? No,
4: no, I was down at the Gledock uh, Hotel. I was playing golf at Goorock yesterday, so I had to have an overnight. Uh, I do that now. <laughs> It's, it's a bit far to travel oh, So it, what I'm now What is it like 50 minutes away? No it's a wee bit Well maybe 55 But
3: the so traffic
4: you, So you had to You had to stay over
1: In yeah. the Inverclyde area Because Go- you played golf In Guru Go- K- Let's guess. get this right Gordon yeah.
3: There's no way he would have Stayed over anywhere Unless he was getting A good deal somewhere <laughs> exactly. To stay over Exactly the People oh, are get away with one
1: David Marshall Passes to Callum McGregor His shot saved And Louis Palmer Doesn't catch the rebound Properly Celtic getting closer To an opener But in more than one occasion, it's Hibs who are making life difficult for themselves.
2: Well, uh, one win in five tells you that a habit that they've formed. Uh, so I'm a little surprised uh, at you know Joe Hart's had one very easy save which you described for us, but I'm a little surprised that the they are, Hibs are not making more of a drive towards Celtic's goal
1: yeah home fans are actually getting frustrated Gordon because I know Mm. that it's goalless but they're giving the ball away a lot so
4: yeah listen we're all in favour of partner the plays and the way the style of football that the manager wants to play but You've got to trust your players When they get the ball Try and keep the ball Try and pass the ball Simple passes Don't give away cheaply Especially when you're playing Against the quality of Celtic And what they've got in their locker So uh, Yeah the, I've I've been there I've sat in that stadium And when things aren't going right The fans certainly
3: Let the players know about it I think it's a necessary evil If, you, if that's the way you're wanting to play And You're putting all your eggs in one basket And you say to the players It's on me then it's it's only natural you're going to lose the ball for the first period of your management. You, you just simply have term. to stick to it. You have to stick to it then, yep. and you know what will get better. Players will get more used to it, um,
1: especially this because it look it's dramatic when it goes wrong. But if you are working on this all the time and that's the way, you can't then say, "Oh no, but guys, look at Celtic are coming to town, so see, see everything we've worked on I'm going to just kick well, it over the head. Yeah,
3: and the fans have to be patient then because. They're quick to moan when there isn't a style And that was, that was a moan under Lee Johnson That they couldn't really see what his style was yeah. But you can clearly see what this manager's style mm-hmm. is And he's never going to get it perfect within four but, or five but, weeks
4: But Dave, I, I totally agree with that I'm not going to argue with that But do you think the style he's ad- adapted just now Actually suits the players at the back? Because yeah, Probably I'll, not I look at these players at the back And I think they are desperate to get rid of the ball as quickly as they possibly can but then um, it's up to him to recruit. recruit. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. Oh, but that's why I'm saying sometimes, until you get the players in that you know can adapt to that style, mm. maybe you've got to adapt as a manager.
1: Yeah, a bit of a lack of quality in the game at Easter Road. Celtic don't have their shooting boots on. There's no cutting edge, really. And the chances they've had have been gifted to them uh, by Hibs. We have had that change, though. Alistair Johnson took the ball to the face from point-blank range. He's gone off. And Anthony Ralston... Has come on I don't expect The Clyde One Super scoreboard audience To be heavily invested In Gene Swifts Against Elgin But it's 4-0 now Just oh. since I mentioned it I just think when you see A lower league team Doing that to a Yeah um, a, An SPFL team Quite something in the cup. I,
4: could, I could cost you Your job as a manager No doubt about that
3: He's just in Is he?
4: He's, He's going to get
3: you. out He, he, he came might,
4: in I think Two or three weeks ago He might just be back out Maybe just month to month But I can't believe We're standing here Saturday afternoon And we've not got a goal From yeah, I know. anyone Remind
2: us of the teaser here Yep Since uh, 2008 Seven players Have scored for Celtic In the Champions League Group stages Or knockouts In a game Which Celtic lost Can you name them? We can barely
1: See any Incorrect answers Coming in Wow Most people are getting this Almost bang on um, so why not join in at Clyde SSB on Twitter Send your answers over And it is a race of course So try and do it quicker than everyone else And we'll see who wins Just before the half time break I'd love to think we'll get some goals before then Have we ever Gone four games goalless into the Into Can't the half break Oh there we go right on cue Just what we needed
0: Goal flashes With MD Green Pharmacy
1: The Saints have scored And it's the Paisley version 1-0 from Keanu Backus. It's a beauty actually Top corner 20 yards out We needed a moment of quality And we have got one in Paisley Stephen Robinson Delighted with what he's seen there From the Australian midfielder 20 yards out Top corner What a goal And St Mirren leads St Johnston By a goal to nil
2: That might be all they need You know because St Johnston Don't score Anything like as Regularly as they need to uh, and that might be game set and match already I agree with you Hugh if you look at that table played eight and scored three goals yeah um,
4: David Friel went a bit early but it'd be very hard to argue right now with him uh, in the form uh, but taking gambles bringing back guys like Nicky Clark not played viral. the squad ain't good enough um, I think the manager has really got problems
1: there. Uh, St Johnson actually have had a bit of pressure but just no, no kind of finishing touch on there and it's Turned out to be costly, 1-0 down, heading into the break.
2: Well, Great start, St Mirren, though. Yeah, well, yeah. Th- th- good for them They're at Celtic Park midweek. They will give Celtic a game of it. Uh, some job being done by Stephen Robinson. If they win today, they go level with Rangers, who don't play until tomorrow, of course. Uh, so, he's having a great season.
4: I'm not surprised. I watched St Mirren train Wednesday. Uh, for about 20 minutes and look very sharp indeed.
3: 20 minutes, yeah. What would it in that 20 minutes? Oh, I have a lot all of
4: attacking. Um, where
3: did you watch St. Mirren train? Where
4: are they training at the well, why? Training why? Where, or?
3: like through the fence? Through the fence, yeah. Must have been playing golf. Yeah, well, I was. I was at Ralston. Right. <laughs> so you didn't watch them train, yeah, I did, did I I you? Stood, you kind yeah. of saw them. You saw them through the fence no, and you I moved on with I your game of
4: golf. And I said to the, the so you took a
1: 20 minute break yeah, during, your, during the,
4: your game of golf, yeah. I says to the guys behind Just play play through. Uh, I'm a, a bit interested in this sort of a tactical <laughs> movement from Stephen Robinson. Here. Absolute nonsense.
3: Yeah, it's been a great season though for Stephen Robinson, uh, but obviously missing Ryan train today, who's been probably you know the best player so far this season. But you expected him to we, win that
1: one. Well, maybe St Johnson could have been doing with David Willerspoon. Remember him? He's yeah. opened the scoring for Inverness against Airdrie, 37 minutes
3: on the clock. Big would be a surprise that one. Mm. playing some nice stuff this season big game down at Capelo today yeah. Morton down bought my table
4: against small club Bear United not oh, a cracker intense stuff uh, Dougie
2: Emery really needs a result
1: oh, VAR check for a Ross County penalty says Fraser Wishart didn't even look w- didn't look even worth looking at says Fraser but sometimes they're the ones is something that you didn't spot no, I was wondering how, how did, how the did the that, that? Ah, I
3: forgot how did that, that. no, no penalty, Fraser Wishart no was going to be it for Park what do you mean Is there a fan just at Fur Park With a Fraser Wishart photo Hoping he's going to turn up Uh, Fraser Fraser
4: probably made that up To make himself feel Or Fraser gave the fan the photo It's probably No sometimes though
1: They've got like It's like a A scrap Like an album Or whatever A panini sticker But Like sometimes In the car park out here After the show We'll have The odd personal wait Find out what pundit's on I've noticed it's never you two, incidentally. No, no. It's, it's, to that. it's, never, never, it's that. never on a Tuesday or a Thursday. Um, you usually actually get that. I, Andy Halliday and Kenny Miller are in Did It happens they? quite a lot, yeah. Really? <laughs> just no you two.
3: What? <laughs> come That's on. outrageous. Hurry up your game. <laughs> right, Dumbarton fans, if oh, yeah. you're out there, uh-huh. come along the Thursday evening. Seriously. Um, You'll
0: sign whatever you, you like. You
4: the morning, you think.
1: Just quickly, Ayer Morton's actually at Somerset Park. Is it? Just, yeah, it is. Um, but Fraser has Managed to shed some light This gentleman had actually A lot of photos From Fraser's career to sign And no <laughs> idea How he knew I was there He says
4: Imagine waking up And going I'll nip up there early Just in case he Comes down that AMA A wee bit early Get Fraser Well he some- wasn't early he, can, <laughs> <it's stuck in laughs> his he was nearly late <sighs> I wonder if it, how hard it is To recognise Fraser now Because he's <laughs> not aged well <laughs> 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 Big PFA Scotland jacket gives that yeah. away though, doesn't it? Walking into the main stand him you get any scrapbooks there? <laughs> goalless
1: at Easter Road, goalless at Fir Park, goalless at the Tony Macaroni. Keanu Bacus, we thank you for being the only man to find the back of the net so take far it in the, the Premiership.
2: The Ross County VAR
1: check. Didn't come to anything, yet right. Falkirk three, Alloa nil. Called Donaldson with a screamer there, so no shortage of goals in that one. If he could lend a couple to the Premiership, that
4: would be delightful. Where's our big friend playing today? Oh, the Palmerston. Yeah,
1: they are playing. I looked this up earlier. Cove, Cove, yes. Away,
3: is it? Home, home, home. All oh, right. I okay. fancy them Don't today. Think Cove travel well, so you've got to fancy QoS to get back-to-back wins. Oh, Palmerston Pep.
1: Yeah, they've not heard much from them Must be goalless, is it? it must yeah, be I yeah. see anything,
4: yeah.
2: not seen anything not anything pop up As of yet Are you buying into my European hangover for Celtic yet? Are you buying into it? Um,
4: I, Hugh, it's yeah. only the first half
2: Oh, you're right, Hugh well, What's his excuse? You that can, uh, <laughs> so if uh, so Celtic
4: aren't they One in at half time every week They've got a hangover? No, 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 no. So w- what's it?
2: I, I mean, I'm isolating my thoughts to What happened on Wednesday And mm-hmm. the carryover Is that Celtic mm-hmm. are By General consensus of opinion Not looking like themselves Why do Hibs look their way? Because It feels like I'd One of those days Where they're both just a bit Because Hibs have had one win in five And that's why they'll get A succession mm-hmm. of managers Because they never really get it right
1: Hibs will be looking to Test Joe Hart a bit more At home Gordon Won't they? Uh, again Hugh's right Celtic have, It's not like Celtic Are knocking down mm-hmm. the door here either Um but they've at least had a couple of moments.
4: I think what you need if your Hibs is a bit of a reaction after last week at Ibrooks. They were terrible. They were poor. All credit to Rangers. Rangers swept them aside. You're at home against Celtic, and as if everybody's thinking the same uh, along the same lines as you, taking a lot out of them in Wednesday night's game. Same team. Um, so you're thinking, yeah, let's get the pace up here. Let's get at Celtic, but. I think Hibbs under a new manager will take time I don't think he needs to get to a January window I think he needs to get his own players in I like the way he's going about his business but I don't think he's got the personnel just I think you're spot on with
3: the centre half Hibbs
1: Oh, what a save from David Marshall that is Dyson Maida uh, with the effort Celtic getting closer and David Marshall's distribution has got Hibbs into a bit of bother a couple of times Nothing wrong with the shot stopping on this occasion
3: yeah, it, obviously a good shot stopper David But I don't know if it's been a strength has To play out from the back And like, we've seen it in the past That managers, that's enough for managers To go out looking for a, a goalkeeper That fits their, their style And I wonder if that's something That Nick Montgomery may look at Along with what Daz was saying about the centre-halves Because the centre-halves are not comfortable And possession If you're going to play that way You need two that are
1: Yeah it was Bernardo With the initial effort That was blocked And then Marshall had to Kind of scramble across To turn away Maeda's shot So well done from the Hibs goalkeeper On that occasion Keeps his side in it Just before the break It would have been a brutal time To lose a goal From
2: a Hibs perspective Well he's had his problems Of late David Marshall Uh, The Hibby in the family Doesn't want him anymore He thinks he's passed it And uh, He is At least today Showing the old ways And the old ways were good enough How old is he, Hugh? 37 37
4: Yeah, I think I think this This is probably I've not been greatly impressed Every time I've seen David Marshall I think they're a mistake in him Just now he's been a top quality goalkeeper Look, like, he might just come on And have a better second Half of the season But so far I, th- I think he's been poor
1: uh, It's another VAR check <laughs> for Park oh. Um, Third time hockey Yeah
4: Yeah. To see that as the 40 Fraser Wisher Yeah but this was Sometimes
1: (laughs) This one is for a handball And you know what those ones Can be like Um, Again it looked like nothing According to Fraser But we've said this Who's it
3: for I think those um, ones Are the worst for referees When they hear it's a handball No
1: penalty again So (sighs) there we go Anyway Just trying to make it A bit more interesting I think Because other than that We are lacking One minute added In Paisley At least we've got a goal In that one Thanks to Keanu Bacchus Uh, but it does look like the rest are heading goalless into the interval which means Hugh maybe we should wrap this up yeah
0: the first half teaser with the scottish sun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online
2: since 2008 seven players have scored for Celtic in the Champions League group stages or knockouts in a game which Celtic lost they are Kyogo against Lazio earlier this month Jota who can forget the free kick against Real Madrid Moussa Dembele against Paris Saint-Germain Callum McGregor against Bayern Munich Jordi Samaras against Barcelona Barry Robson against Alborg and Jan Venegor of Hesselink against Barcelona well done if you got them all right that
1: was
3: some effort how did you two fare? we got five we didn't get the McGregor and the Dembele one
1: Poor poor effort I, from Utah. I, I
3: assisted the Robson one against Alberg. Great level of accuracy
1: out there on Twitter though. Well done to Gary O'Neill, who was is third fastest, Jordan McKenna in second place, and Mark O'Neill was the quickest and the winner of the first half teaser. I like the look of the Who Am I for the second half. We'll do that very soon. Indeed, three minutes added up for Park. We're already well into that. One in Paisley and half time now in Paisley. Here is David Friel. Yes.
6: Half time, Gordon St. man won, St. Johnston nil. I'll be honest, for 36 minutes this was dire stuff, pretty forgettable. No shots on target, quite a niggly game, but then Keanu Backus stepped up with an absolute beauty to put St. In the ahead. What a goal it was. And Johnston had enjoyed a fair bit of pressure. They threatened, but they were then picked off on the counter. A sweeping move ended with Greg Kilty teeing up Backus, and he found the top corner from around 20 yards. What a goal it was. And Johnston will probably feel a bit hard done by but they paid the price for a lack of a finishing touch, really, Nicky Clark had an early free kick blocked, he also had a shot deflected right, Darek Costello's been lively, he fired over the bar, Liam Gordon also did the same, Zach Heming hasn't really had a save to make, up the other end, Dimitar Mitov hasn't too much to do either, but he had no chances. back has found the top corner on that quick break in 36 minutes, half-time St Mirren in full control, St Johnson need a big second half. they're going to get anything here, half-time St Mirren won. St Johnson now.
1: Uh, no other half-time whistles have gone yet We can't be too far away though uh, Certainly at uh, Park I don't think we'll be far behind uh, Easter Road Although there was a couple of stoppages The face knock Picked up by Alistair Johnson That's the one that saw him go off And replaced by Anthony Ralston And we still have no goals there We've come close on a couple of occasions Joe Hart hasn't had anything to do really And uh, up the other end David Marshall A mixed bag Some wayward kicking Has let Celtic in But some good shot-stopping has kept them out as well. So we await the half time whistle there. I do think the Tony Macaroni Arena or for Park has got a good chance of going before that. And in fact, Fraser Wishart had a couple of VAR checks. So I don't know why Roger Hanna uh, is so quiet. I thought that one would have been half time by now, but it doesn't appear to be the case. No goals. Although um, I suppose there was the injury, wasn't there, to Shamal George, who did carry on. So I'm not sure why that one is so far behind but we are still playing there nearly 10-4 to The people not know that Hugh Keevans has to get his half time pie
2: he's, he's, talk- so he's talking into it as we speak <laughs> no yeah. um, you know VAR takes up so much time now
1: well it's half time at Firth Park here's Fraser
7: goal this year gone Motherwell nil. Ross County nil. to be honest not our great 45 minutes County started pretty well they had Motherwell on the back foot but Motherwell came back into the game a bit but all in all, neither goalkeeper really tested on a Brodie Spencer header that hit the post the county started really well Six minutes, Conor Randall found himself in the box His low-driven cross Found Damon Brophy at full stretch One touch and it was in the back of the net Three yards out, but the striker just couldn't get a touch on the ball And a minute later, a sitter missed by Ryan Leake Jack Baldwin, his fellow centre-half Headed a deep dander cross Back across the face of goal And Young Leake came in But the centre-back didn't get good contact in the ball And the ball ended up wide He was only about three or four yards out And really should have scored So he's all counting earlier on Another couple of half chances for Baldwin And Brophy from corners It took about 17 minutes for Muddle to actually get going and get anywhere near Laidlaw's goal some nice passing he got sli- Slattery slipping the ball into Spittle who's crossed right across the face of goal looking for takers but nobody was there Muller's first effort on goal came 20 minutes from left wing back Brodie Spencer got his head to a Spittle cross, it was awkward for Spencer the ball bounced in front of him awkwardly they get good contact on the ball and hit the post and was cleared the away, then a long ball from George Harmon put Brophy through and in goal he was denied in the act of shooting by a brilliant Paul McGinn tackle, then Spencer saw a right foot shot On target was blocked by James Brown, but after that the game had a real lull. Tempo drop, neither side able to get any decent possession and as we have passed the half hour mark Allardy and Latoury were booked in quick succession for late challenges and the half just really petered out after that with both sides really cautious thing not wanting to lose a goal before the break, the game could really do with a goal at either end to liven things up Mark McCall will be the happier manager but you have to ask and wonder how long Stuart Kettlewell will wait before bringing on young striker Mika Bire half time at Fir Park, Motherwell 0, Ross County 0
1: Tony Macaroni Arena that's where the next half time whistle's gone Roger Hanna
8: yeah, just the same here, I'm afraid Gordon Livingston, Nil Dundee a a drab dull, dismal first half at the Tony Macron. The early drama surrounded Livingston and goalkeeper Shamal George, and he did lengthy treatment after getting down in the opening exchange. It would look like a muscle injury. The former Dundee number one, Jack Hamilton, on the bench for Levy was warming up, but he was
1: lost Roger Hanna. He was in full full. Let's go, the Road. We'll get Roger back.
5: Yeah, Hibs nil, Celtic nil, the half-time score. I think I maybe cursed this one by saying earlier there's always entertainment and drama when these two meet at Easter Road because it's been a pretty poor game so far as it seems to be across the board in the Scottish Premiership today. Hibs keep on giving the ball away as they look to play out from the back. Celtic have really lacked quality in the final third as well. The first point of interest was actually an injury. Rocky Bashiri booted the ball off the face of Alistair Johnson from really close range. He looked in some discomfort when he was down getting treatment. He tried to play on after getting that treatment, but he really shouldn't have been allowed to continue, the next time he tried to get involved in play he ended up just sitting down, he knew he couldn't play on at that point and Anthony Ralston came on for him, after that the odd half chance for Celtic, Paulo Bernardo shot wide, Lewis Palmer also couldn't find the target with a header at the back post there's been one shot on target for Hibs so far, that was a team one from Ellie Ewan straight into the arms of Joe Hart, but Hibs have been getting themselves into trouble while he tried to pass out from the back, this time it was David Marshall, passed straight to Callum McGregor, his shot was then saved by Mar Marshall, Lewis Palmer's effort on the rebound just bounced wide. Then David Marshall made a fantastic save late in the half to keep it goalless. It was actually a really good initial tackle in the box by Will Fish to stop Paulo Bernardo getting a shot away, but then the ball broke to Dyson Maida. Looked as if he was going to score, but David Marshall scrambled across to his left. Really good diving save to deny the Japanese winger and to keep it at nil-nil. Overall, there's been a real lack of quality in this game so far. The halftime score, Hibs nil, Celtic nil.
1: Let's try and go back to Livy and speak to Roger Hanna.
8: Yeah, half time. Livingston, Snowden D, now not a great first 45 minutes here to Tony Macaroni. Chances few. He needed lengthy treatment and a muscle injury but did manage to carry on. Did he hardly threatening him in the opening exchanges at all and it took 35 minutes for there to be an effort and target. Look, McCowan, a fine solo run from the centre of the pitch but he was crowded out by Levy defenders and a weak shot was easily held by George. That almost kick-started Levy into action. Christian Montano slicing a shot wide from just outside the box and then he needed treatment after coming off worse than a clash of heads with Zach Rudden. Did he finish in the front foot? McCowan again flashing a shot high over from distance after we cleared a Dundee corner, but we expect much better in the second half. Hardly a goal scoring chance in the first. We want better. Livingston nil, Dundee nil.
1: And the halftime scores are coming up
0: next. The fastest goals. The experts' opinions. This is Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Halftime scores in the Scottish Premiership. It's Hibs Nil, Celtic Nil, Livingston Nil, Dundee nil. Motherwell, nil. Ross County, nil. But St Mirren, one. St Johnston, nil. We do have the one goal in the top flight. In the Championship, Air United, nil. Greenock, Morton, nil. Inverness, one. Airdrie, nil. Wraith, Rovers, nil. Dunfermline, nil. In League One, Edinburgh City, two. Annan Athletic, one. Falkirk, three. Alloa nil. Kelty Hearts, nil. Stirling Albay, nil. Queen of the South, nil. Cove Rangers, nil. And then throws against the Ackies. Kicks off later. I won't run you through all... Of the Scottish Cup second round results But what I can tell you At the break There are five League Two sides All losing to non-league sides So a few shocks potentially On the cards And the second halves are coming up next